All right, today we're going to dig into a very, very interesting subject a lot of people are curious about. It is what is value investing? Um, once you understand this little secret, it's going to clear up and it's going to make the life, the world a whole lot simpler. The big secret or the big, one of the big things behind value investing. Um, what you're trying to do is you're trying to find a way to make sure that you can get a return on your investments. And a huge piece of this is being able to protect yourself from the downside risk of actually losing money when you actually intended to be making money. Does that make sense? Um, if you wanted to think of it kind of in an analogy, um, it's almost like when you go grocery shopping or you go do any of your shopping, you, you can go to something like say Costco. Typically when you go to Costco, think about it. You can typically buy, because you're buying in bulk, you can typically buy things that are high quality um, at good prices, okay? And if you systematically follow that approach, the in reality is you're probably gonna end up saving a bunch of money and end up with some really good product because they're not they're not known to be able to take them to serve up a whole lot of junk typically. Okay. And so that's one of the big things behind value investing. And so that's kind of what it is, is like, I mean, if you were to think about it, if you were to put your money into the stock market and you were to wipe it all out and then start over again, I mean, you would have to make so much money and have such an incredible rate of return to completely make up for all that lost capital that it actually, it becomes very difficult. And so part of it is, is you gotta protect the downside, which is Warren Buffett will refer to this as his margin of safety. And so what I'm taking on a breakdown for you today is what is value investing? And I'm gonna break down four secrets that if you just follow the simple formula, it's been mathematically proven over and over and over and over again that it works because it's kind of like, it's kind of like you were going to take and you're going to cross the Arabian desert or something like that. Okay. And if you're trying to figure out how to cross this thing, you would probably go out and try to find, I'm saying if we were using camels, but you would try to find camels that have a proven track record or a history of being sound camels that could actually safely take you across the desert. You probably wouldn't go with horses or other things that seem like they can sprint fast in the short term, but then they have no endurance to be able to go across the long term. Because the reality is, is you want to get to the other side of the desert where the palm trees are and life's good. And if you get on the sprint horse, he might get you partway across the desert and then fall down and die, which would not serve you well, which is in essence what value investing is. Warren Buffett, and when he learned this thing from Benjamin Graham, he loved to be able to find excellent assets that are bargain shoppers. Now, here's what you're going to discover about this. When I show this to you, it is going to limit it's gonna limit the universe in which you play to a universe in which you have a margin of safety which would make you relatively safe. And the, the, the secret is, is Warren Buff has been able to use this strategy and implement it over and over and over again, which is why he's been recognized as one of the world's, or the world's greatest investor of the Oracle Omaha. Okay, so I'm gonna break this down for you, okay? So I'm gonna break it down to uh, four secrets. So here's secret number one, okay? Let me write it down so I can show it to you. Um, okay, secret number one. It is this. He, he would suggest, and Benjamin Graham would suggest that you find companies with a $1 billion market cap. Now, why did he pick a billion dollars and what's relevant about that? Like typically for you to be able to hit a billion dollar market cap, you typically have to have created some asset. You have to have been able to get kind of, it's almost like a, it's like a, 
um, a rocket ship, right? And he's trying to launch a lot of, a lot of rocket ships and stuff. And a lot of people, they explode on the launch pad and they can never actually get into orbit. And what he's saying is, is let's take and identify the rocket ships that can get into orbit, that can get out of the atmosphere where we know that they've been able to figure out how to create a business, how to be profitable. And of that size and magnitude, you know that you've got a business that's probably, there's enough people that's looked at it, paid attention to it, seen it, that we can then validate that in fact that company is legit. I'm gonna give you an example. Like some of these other companies that were a little bit smaller, say, I don't know, 20 million, 40 million, 50, 100 million, whatever. Um, I've seen one of these where, actually I bought one when I, before I started really paying attention to this, this investing secrets. And what happened is, is I bought into a company that had great fundamentals, everything looked great. Balance sheet looked good, cash flow, everything looked great, right? The thing is, is it was a reverse merger, meaning it was a company on the U.S. stock exchange, and this Chinese company wanted to be on the U.S. stock machine or stock exchange, but they didn't know how to do it. So what they did is they worked out a deal with an American-based company that was already on the stock exchange, where the American-based company would acquire this Chinese company, and they worked out an arrangement where the where the the American company got some kind of value or benefit from doing this acquisition. Okay. And, and the net effect is, is then the Chinese company came in and actually controlled this company that was trading on the U S stock exchange. And the net, the net result is, is it was actually kind of, it was a fraud. They, uh, what, what they really had wasn't actually in fact real. And eventually like overnight, the stock basically almost went to zero and the investment was a complete loss. And it didn't matter that the fundamentals looked good. The fact is, is that they'd been able to trick investors and all kinds of people into thinking that it was legit. Um, that company never hit a billion bucks. And had it hit a billion bucks, that thing would have been vetted out and blown up. So it never actually hit it. So the reality is, is a billion dollar market cap helps protect you from some of these shady characters that do things that are just stupid, okay? And it will save you from making bad mistakes. And so by design, this first secret, this $1 billion market cap or larger is designed to reduce the universe of available stocks to create this margin of safety for you. And so anyway, that's secret number one. Okay. Secret number two is, I don't know if you're familiar with PE ratio. So I'm going to take and explain the secret number two is um, looking for some, a stock that's trading for less than 15 times earnings or price per earnings ratio. And if you're not familiar with the PE ratio, what it really is, is like if you were to put your money into this business, how many years would it take you to get your money out? And basically what it is, is like, you know, the business has got to earn money. So if I put in, if I put a hundred bucks, I, you know, in 15 years, the company should have generated enough profits that I could then receive my original hundred bucks back. The PE ratio of 15 is in this formula, one of these secrets by design. What it means is, is people get overly optimistic and overly excited that a company is gonna go like, like a rocket ship all the way to the moon and it's absolutely gonna crush it. And so people will get into a point where they will pay ridiculous amounts of money for potential of future profits. And so we saw a big version of this like when the dot-com bubble busted in like 2001 is People thought that these online internet business type things were just going to absolutely destroy all of these other stores and stuff. And the reality is, is what happened is, is like they thought that they were going to be like so big that they literally started paying like 
10 or like 100 times earnings, 200 times earnings, right? The reality is, is if that company did not actually meet the growth projections, like it would take you 100 to 200 years before you ever got your money back, um, which in, in essence, it meant that the company absolutely had to succeed on their growth strategy because if they couldn't succeed on their growth strategy, then there was absolutely no way that that stock investment would ever pencil and ever make any sense. And so the, the strategy or the design here is by design to say, look, like nobody's discounting the value of growth. You can't say that growth isn't as important. It's actually critical, okay? But what it is, is you cannot pay too much for growth because if you pay too much, then you then put yourself on, uh, on a side of the equation where it creates too much risk. And the idea is value investing, which means you're trying to buy assets at discounts and at bargain-based prices. And if you're paying too much for something that obviously does not fit in within the concept of being able to buy it at a discount or value investing, okay? And so that's secret number two. Okay, secret number 20 or three, it's gotta have 20 years of profitability. Okay, okay, boom, right there. 20 years of profitability, okay? So why, why would this be in here? Let's take a look at it. What we're not looking for is a flash in the pan stock that all of a sudden had a killer concept, popped up overnight, but they never actually had a competitive advantage that actually protected them, okay? Let me give you an example. I remember investing in some stocks a few years back. Um, it was during kind of during the last recession, there was a couple stocks that I had found like it was in these shipping companies and these shipping companies, um, you know, they were highly profitable companies and they were trans, you know, transporting stuff from China to the United States or all across the world and trans, you know, just transporting large amounts of cargo. The, the thing is, is these guys, although they had a good business at the time, they actually had a good business that was not sustained was not sustained across a long period of time and so much competition actually entered into the market that the market then ended up with a flood of ships doing transportation across the pond and the net effect is is when all of these guys got into the game and then the market did a pullback that the reality is is these guys although they were profitable there was then a glut of ships sitting out on the water just sitting there like miles longs worth of ships sitting on this water and they didn't have any competitive advantage, so to speak. So a lot of them just went belly up, belly up, belly up, belly up, belly up, because then they ended up having to take and, uh, for a better word, prostitute out their services, selling for so low, trying to figure out how to move cargo across it, that they ended up all just going belly up. Not all of them, but the reality is, is when you take and you find a company that's been able to be profitable for 20 years, what is systematically built into it is that this company has somehow carved out a niche in the marketplace where they have been able to do on a long-term basis, been able to be sustained or profitable on a, on a continual basis for a long period of time. Does that make sense? And so the reality is, is we're trying to say, what could we do that could reduce our risk and having a company that's been profitable for 20 years, is one easy way to say, boom, this is how I can take risk off the table. And I know that I'm buying into a stock that isn't a flash in the pan overnight success and then it dies next year. Okay. And so that's one of them. Okay. 
Okay, here's the last secret I wanna take and break down to you. This is secret number four. It is 20 years um, of dividends, meaning for the last 20 years, it has returned capital to the investors. Now you say, why would you wanna include that in here, right? Because a lot of us get excited, we wanna talk about growth stocks and being able to take into pick the, the next Microsoft or these next winners so that we know that we're just gonna absolutely crush it, we're gonna be just completely loaded. Um, the reason this is on this list is if a company is sound enough that it can still generate profits and it can still re, um, uh, distribute capital back to you, like companies do not distribute capital back to the investors if they are not sound wind, um, typically, okay? Typically on the whole, they do not redistribute uh, dividends and capital back to you unless they've got sound legs underneath them and they've got a profitable business model. Now, as you can see, like on these three, these four items, these four secrets, like the criteria isn't super complex. It's not complex. In fact, it's uh, as you look at, it, you're like, you know, that's kind of common sense, right? I should pick a company of a reasonable size. I probably shouldn't pay too much for earnings. Um, probably makes sense. Hey, you know, might as well just pick a company that's been around for a while. It's been able to be profitable. Okay. And that makes sense. Um, and a company that may pays dividends. Yeah, that makes sense. The thing is with common sense, even though people conceptually understand it, it's the actual implementation execution common sense. That's not so common. And in here is a simple formula. Like what you're, what this thing will protect you from doing is buying companies that suck thinking that you are investing and this thing will bring you back to some simple basics, which is investing is the most intelligent when it's based on arithmetic. It breaks it down to the simplicity. Like, does it make sense that a company ought to be reasonable in size? It does. Does it make sense that you shouldn't overpay for the price of it? It does, right? Does it make sense that you should only buy into profitable companies? Yes, it does. Does it make sense that you buy into companies where people actually can receive capital back? Yes. Now you could say, hey, I might deviate from this, but the reality is this is a formula, this is a strategy, this is something that works. It's kind of like the S&P 500. People always try to outperform the S&P 500. Reality is, is most of them can't. What is the S&P 500 absolute master of? What do they absolutely crush it in? They crush it in having a system, a system and a process. 500 best companies in the United States, the kings of their categories across the different categories included in the S&P 500, which means that on the whole, they have a very large market cap. Um, I'm not convinced that they necessarily always have a less than 15 times earnings uh, and, or that they adhere to the 20 year profitability or the 20 years of dividend. But what it is, is they are the best of the best of the best in their category, whether it's in real estate, whether it's insurance, whether it's in this or this, like they're the best of the best. They have, they are the market leader in each of those categories and that's what they put in it. And the, the whole point is, is on that thing, they are, it's, it's a, like S&P 500 is a systematic methodology of which they repeat in, day in and day out. It's a system, clockwork, bam, 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 bam. Somebody's no longer the, the market leader, they're booted off the S&P 500, the new leaders put onto the S&P 500, Bam, 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 clockwork. Boom, value investing, clockwork. Take the four secrets, take and implement it. You have now got a clockwork strategy that has been proven to work. There you go, all right. So you go to ragsrichestransition.com 
Um, I will take and continue to share some stuff. You can go to AskSolarMike.org and uh, be happy to show you how you can take and learn how to do some investing that gives you absolute ridiculous rates of return with zero money down. Bam, later.